Sunday morning, we were all over uh, being equipped. And we, we spent a lot of time talking about the different areas from tithing to prayer to the word, church attendance. All plays into being equipped. And uh, not just equipped for your own benefit, but being equipped for the benefit of the Great Commission and the finished work of Christ that is supposed to be taking place right now. Uh, the Lord uh, is not interested in but one thing, and that's the mission being executed and completed and finalized. And you got, just like someone in military training, you got to be, you got to be ready, and you have to be conditioned, and you have to be equipped for that. So equipping really helps you personally, but equipping also helps the collective effort to win the loss before the trumpet sounds. And tonight, we're going to start by talking about the second part of, of what God has laid on my heart, and that's being empowered. After, you're, after you are equipped, it, it's critical for you to be empowered. For instance, if you, are, if you are hired to go work at a job, but you are never given permission to go where you need to go, if it's a plan or a place, an office, to, to carry out that job, if, if you're not given permission to do that, it, it doesn't matter. It's like hunting. Uh, you know, you can put out 900 pounds of deer corn, and you can have 964 guns, and you can have all the camouflage on and all this, but the equipment is no good if you don't have the, in, the empowerment or, or, or you don't have the clearance to be able to hunt on that property. And that's the way it is in, in the kingdom of God. A lot of people spend their whole life and, 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 hey, listen, being delicate tonight, all of us are guilty of this, so don't think, hey, he's, I'd hate to be the person he's talking because all of us are in this together, okay? We spend our whole life soaking up church, memorizing scripture maybe, uh, or learning good gospel songs or praise songs. We know every song on Caleb. We know all that. But when do we take the other part of all that equipping and all that, when do we take the empowerment part? Because you haven't just been given all this just so you can enjoy it. But equally, God gave it to us so we could be equipped and equally be empowered. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. I'm going to start with Matthew 10. We're going to skip around a couple of scriptures. I'm going to start verse 1. It says that when he called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power, okay, against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner. Say that inside your heart. All manner of sickness and all manner of disease. If we skip over to verse 5, he says, then these 12 Jesus sent forth. He sent them forth and commanded them, saying, Go into the way of the Gentiles, into any city of the Samaritan cities. Enter ye not, 
but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely. You need to hang on to that word. Freely. You have received freely give. Now, I'm going to go back and look at one scripture again quickly. And that's the first one. He said, when he called into his, himself his 12 disciples, he gave them power. Okay, power is what you and I are going to call equipping, all right? Because it, it would have been of no, no use for the Lord God to send them out and give them instructions to cast out devils, to heal all manner of sickness, to heal all manner of diseases, and we could, we could go over very easily to Luke chapter 10, and you would see where Jesus uh, told his disciples, he said, hey, I give you power to uh, tread on serpents and scorpions, and that's all you really need to worry about. In fact, I'll read the whole scripture to you. He said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. So Jesus is notorious, and I'm going to tell you something. He's never, ever stopped doing this. It started with the disciples. But if we had time, we could go to the Old Testament and see where God did the same thing with prophets of old. You know Elijah, Mount Carmel, prayed, what a 63-word prayer, and fire came down from heaven and consumed all. But yet he was the same one that could retrieve an axe head that had floated to the bottom. He could, he could pray for rain, and it would rain. He could pray that it wouldn't rain, it wouldn't rain. And, 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 and there's... All kind of instances in the Old Testament where the Lord has equipped people with anointing and then he's empowered them and, and told them to do this. And it hasn't stopped. And we're seeing it now, the, the beginning of the New Testament. So he said, I'm giving you, and I, you know, when I start doing that right there, it like messes with the volume. I'm sorry. That's, that's me. That's not a technical. That's an opiate opi issue, and I'm sorry. But he told them, he said, I'm giving you all this, this power to do all this. Now I need you to go. And this is what God is calling you and I to right now. And it may not be in a way that you, you can imagine. It may not be in a way you think about. It might be where you work at. Tomorrow. In fact, it is where you work at. It's where you live. It's, it's everywhere you go. Because I'm going to tell you, folks, it's not a light switch that comes on and goes off. Read the Bible for yourself. That never occurred. It, 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 it wasn't selective when they would take God up on his offer of, of being empowered to do his work. In fact, Jesus told them, I'm going away, and 
it's, it's important, it's expedient, it's urgent that I go away so the Holy Ghost can come and you can receive power so that you can fulfill the empowerment request that I'm, I'm making on you. And so we're living in a day right now where we've got all of this equipment that God has blessed us with, all of this knowledge, and, and I'm going to even say all of the technology that we have. We have no excuse to not be evangelizing more than anybody has ever evangelized before because we can reach more people quicker with a click or a push with your thumb. We can reach more people if we're just talking about in terms of technology. So Jesus wanted those people to know that it's important. And why is it important? Because people are going to end up in heaven or hell. And you know why Jesus had them to be empowered so they can heal people? It's not just about preaching for somebody to be saved. The Lord Jesus really cares about people. If you're in here and you're hurting in your body or you are emotionally beside yourself or you're just consumed with, with all kinds of things going on or you've already been hit with bills that you were not looking for the first of the year, Listen to me. Jesus cares about every aspect, every compartment that makes up your life. That's why he said, I want you to be able to touch people and heal people. I want you to be able to relieve people from oppression. That's why whether it was demon-possessed people or oppressed, the spirit of heaviness, just feeling like you're always being you know, attacked and consumed by the devil... The Lord says, I'm equipping you with the power of the Holy Spirit and then I'm equally giving you that and an instruction to go out here and do something with it. And this is what the Lord on December the 13th, Derek showed you that little snippet from my, from my notes where I work on sermons and other things like that. Way before this come about, how... This is what we, this is what I've got to focus on this year. Equipping the people and us understanding that now you, you, we have an empowerment command from God. We're empowered. We, we've got to get out. We've got to go out. We, we've got to seek and save the law. We've got to compel people to come in. And, and I've got something I'm going to share with you Sunday morning if nothing happens. Uh, that's going to help in doing that, and I'll talk more about that then. But we've got to understand, we've got to do that outside of this building. Number one, we've got to do that. Because you're outside of this building every day of the week. You're only in here one or two times a week. But we're out there every day. Now, I want to go somewhere else. You're also being empowered inside the house of God. And... And let me just say, and I've, I've asked God to help me with this today. This is not some kind of trick that's up my sleeve to try to get you to do something or get you to volunteer. Hey, I know they need people in the nursery. That's not what this is about. I want you to understand that the Lord has dealt with me. You get out of everything pretty much but preaching. 
The church has got to be empowered. So I'm telling you, I don't even know or care how many people sitting in this room tonight. But I want you to know, and there, there is, there's a way to do everything. We are to do everything decently in order, and we have things in place like Growth Track, Dream Team, and all that, and we've got all these apps and everything going on just so we can do what we're supposed to be doing. But I want to tell you this. I'm not in people's way anymore. I am, I am not in anybody's way. And I've asked the Lord to help me with this. I'm not a micromanager. If I'm going to fulfill the empowerment he's placed on me, I've got to get out of the way of the church. And that's not a cop-out not to be busy. Uh, that's the last thing I'll ever worry about unless I'm just physically not able or have no more breath in me. But I want to tell you something. It's time that the church has to understand. And, and I'm going to say this about prayer. Because when we do this prayer live stream, we're not coming in to watch a movie. We are just an, an extension of a live church service that's going on. We don't come in, we don't sell, well, we don't sell nothing anyway, but we don't have, like, popcorn and all, come in and, and, and watch a good movie, a Christian service. That's not what this is. And we have to adopt the same mentality that when I come to church, I'm coming here, yes, I'm worshiping, yes, I'm giving my financial resources, but I, I'm really coming in here because God has empowered me to be a part of a local fellowship, and God needs for me to do that. And it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's at the front door or on the stage, coffee connection, it doesn't matter. And, and all these things that we talk about in growth track, all that. But let me tell you something, church. And if, if, if you are never at this church again and you, you move 600 miles from here, I would send you this same message and tell you, it is critical to your, to your walk and the maturity of you as a Christian for you to be involved in some aspect of the local church because the Lord has empowered you to do that. This is never intended or any church has ever been intended for people to come and sit like it's a country club. I pay my dues. This is what I'm expecting to go down and... And, and I want this to happen. We are never supposed to come into God's house in an evaluating mindset. We're not supposed to do that. And if you ever catch yourself doing that, you need to stop. Doesn't matter what's happening. You say, God, I need you to help me right now because I'm not here for the right reason right now. And I know we try and test the spirits. I know all those scriptures, see if they be of God and all that, you know run, filter everything through the Word. I believe in that 100%. But what you've got to understand is that God has blessed us with His Word, number one, and He's given us the liberty of the Holy Ghost, number two. It's not just something that's tucked away uh, for just a, a small stint of time after the day of Pentecost, 
But Peter said, it's for everybody afar off, as far as you can see, until the trumpet sounds. It's for everybody, and it's for everybody because everybody needs it so you can fulfill the great commission and the empowerment that the Lord has placed on you. Everybody good. You don't have to say anything. I just want to make sure you understand this. That's why I'm trying, and I don't want to go barking tonight, but, but I, I, I really want the people that are inside of the church right now, I want you to understand that this is, this is the heart of God himself. This is what he wants. I thank God that he didn't raise people up. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking the Catholic faith, okay? I'm not. You've got to be saved to go to heaven. But hear me. I thank God that I am not in a religion where one person is the pivot person, one person is the person you go to for everything, and you just kind of show up and you're part of it. I thank God that nobody has dibs on any ministry in the church of Jesus Christ or anything that God needs doing. I thank God he didn't limit it to just... A certain group of people you know because I just read to you there were a time when God was only trying to reach and get the message of salvation to the Jews before the Gentiles that's us before we ever got a hold of that there was a time when you could not get inside like the Lord and I, I, I'm doing this and I know better because these are the things that bother me and, and I just need to stay in my lane and I'm sorry okay that's why it's on me, and I know it is. But God has made it possible for everybody to store up treasures in heaven. And you'll never do that any better than being a witness and a warrior and a worker for the Lord. So I don't have a lot more to tell you, but I do want to tell you of something you need to be aware of. But you don't need to be scared of it. And it's in the 14th verse of this same chapter 10. And it's this. And whosoever, when you're doing the things that God's empowered you to do, and whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your word when you depart out of that house. He says, this is what you're supposed to do. Shake off the dust from your feet. Shake the dust off your feet. And I've got two more scriptures, and then we're going we're to pray. But let me tell you what God laid on my heart for us to hear from that. A lot of people work for God one time, and then they stop. I got out of my lane, didn't I? Barbara, why don't you tell me to get back in my lane? A lot of people... They'll work one time, and then they stop. I'm making my lane bigger. They get, they get their feelings hurt, or something doesn't go the way that they had planned, or they prayed about it. Go, it, it just goes crazy. People don't receive it. And the Lord Jesus knew this, folks. I'm talking to somebody right now, okay? 
And if I'm not talking to you for something presently going on in your life, you just wait. You do what the Lord says long enough, you'll find yourself right here smack dab in verse 14. It never goes away, by the way. As long as you walk in the empowerment of the Lord and you do what the Lord says to do, there's always going to be people, a person, and it may be in church. A lot of times it is because a lot of times the devil doesn't have to go any further than the church. But a lot of times it's outside the church. And people aren't going to appreciate it. They're not going to receive it. And this is what you have to do. And if you've never done this before, I'm just giving you a lot of encouragement to do this tonight. You need to learn how to start shaking things off. And I preached a message, I know, about a year and a half ago about sh just shake it off, just shake it off. But I'm talking about something a little bit different right now. You need to just push that aside, and you don't need to get discouraged. You don't even need to entertain or dignify people's actions or their reactions. You need to shake it off and know that I'm doing what I'm doing because God has told me to. And you just need to keep on moving. Don't stop. When you stop, you know how many people I've talked to, and I, I, probably most of you in here, if you've ever had a discussion with somebody that was in church, but they're not in church anymore, and they'll tell you, well, I just started missing, you know, I missed one time, I had to work or got sick or something was wrong with my children, and then the next week, I, uh, and then all of a sudden it's four weeks and it's six months. And that happens all of the time. And what, what you have to do, folks, I'm telling you, you have to do this yourself. You have to tell yourself that I'm not doing this for approval or awards of man. I'm doing this because this is what God's allowing me to do, and this is what he's commissioned and empowered me to do. And I'm going to do it. And when it doesn't go the way you planned it to go, or you thought it was going to go, or it's not received or appreciated, you just ignore it and you just keep on going. Just keep on going. I say this all the time. I've already shared it this week again. And I'm going to say it now. And I, I, I mean it toward prayer or anything that goes on with the ministry of this church. I do want, I want us to be the biggest, the best, the, the soul winning this church. I want us to be the, the maturing, growing church. Uh, that we can be, we're supposed to be, and I believe we are. But when, and I told you this uh, last week, but when things don't look full all the time, or when things don't look supported and all that, or maybe the donations are not coming in like we would like to see them for plate sale, this is my new term or phrase since July of last year, the end of July, I am too encouraged, listen to me, to be discouraged. I'm too encouraged. And that's not just some, some kind of mess I made up. I'm telling you, I am too pumped. I'm too encouraged. I've already seen. And for those of you that hadn't been here or for a long time, can I tell you this? Way before this property was our property, and even when it was our property, you know what? I was too encouraged by the vision that God had showed me that way when there were still soybeans under my feet, I had already walked around him here, and I touched that grumpy stump over there. I'd already walked up on that mountain. 
because I was too encouraged to be discouraged about what was going wrong. We couldn't get a permit or we had to have a sprinkler system before we could build. All of these things, I was too encouraged about what I knew God had said he was going to be discouraged about what happened. And so I just learned a long time ago from about year 2000 to 2004, I just learned how to just start shaking it off and keep going. And I'm still going. And I'm not the energized money, but I'm still going though. And you can still go, and you can still do, and you can still fulfill the call of God on your life. But when you go somewhere where it's not welcome or people are not there yet, and I'm telling you, everybody's not there yet at our church. Some people are on board. Some people don't like change. People don't like this. But nobody likes an empty church. Nobody likes a dead church. I've never met a person, even if, and we got a lot of dead people sometimes. I know that. But if you ask dead people, they'd still tell you, I don't like a dead church service, although they're dead. I don't like anything dead. Well, I like my food dead. But I don't like about anything else. I, I, I don't. God said it's, it's in him that we live and we move. That's where I'm always moving. And we have our being. And the last two scriptures that I, I want you to focus on before we close tonight is just verse 16 and 17 and I've been in Matthew 10 the whole time tonight it would do you well to go at least read these first 18 verses when you get home and it's another warning see the Lord he equips us but he also equips us so we don't stop well I used to do it man but man people just they didn't do right they didn't appreciate it and all that and see the Lord built all this stuff in because he knew how people were and he knew how we tend to get sometime. And so he said, behold, I send you out as sheep. I send you out there as beautiful, innocent, fluffy, white, soft, beautiful sheep. But I'm sending you out there in the midst of wolves. If that doesn't look like the world we live in today, I don't know what does. Because outside of the house of God, a lot of times inside, but outside the house of God, it's nothing but wolves everywhere you go. I don't care if it's got lipstick on it. It's still a wolf. I don't care how pretty it is or how well it's behind things going on in the community or how everybody else likes it. That church over there is all up in that. I don't care. Outside of the establishment of Almighty God, His church, there's nothing but wolves. Well, they do good things. They're nice people. They, they help. Outside of God's house, wolves. That's it. This is why you need to squeeze everything you can out of every, every church service, every scripture, every praise song. Every, all, every opportunity of fellowship, you need to get all you can out of it because you're going out there to wolves. He says, therefore, be as wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. So the Lord said, I'm sending you out there. You're equipped. You're empowered. You can do all this. I'm letting you do it. You're not having to watch somebody else do it and get pat on the back. I'm letting you do all that. But you got to know there's wolves out there. 
And the way I want you to do, I don't want you to turn into something that seems like a wolf. I want you to be different. I want you to be genuine. I want you to be something that everybody wants to run to. And they want to know why you're like that. Well, you're a sheep, but everybody else is just a wolf. He says, so be wise as serpents, but I want you to be harmless as doves. And that's a hard thing to do because we feel like we've got to get even. We've got to get in our lane, and we've got to do whatever we need to do to survive because we're in a wolf world. And I'm telling all of you that the Lord God knows that, and he says, but beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the council, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. So in closing tonight, everybody outside of the house of God, the establishment of God, if they're not walking in the spirit and if they don't know the love of Jesus Christ through the, the shed blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary, you give it time, give it time, and you're going to find out that what the Lord said, I didn't say this, but what he said you, you, you're going to see it. And everybody, if we had time to go around the room and talk about situations, you could say, yeah, you know what? I thought it was good and all that. It might have been somebody you were in business with or somebody you grew up with and they went that way, that way, or you thought it was all going to be this and that. It didn't work out that way because light and darkness have a hard time with each other. You got me? It doesn't work that way. There's no, like, little gray area in there, it's either the light is on and you can see or it's dark and you're bumping in and you're having them Medea toes hit the corner of furniture and all that. And it's a real thing. Amen? I did. I, I did a holy moly dance about a, last week. Walked and tried to open my shade down in our living room and uh, downstairs and one of Beckham's uh, playpens or something was there, and I caught that thing just right. I didn't need a bit of praise music, or I didn't even have to read no Bible. Well, I was just, but I was, I was dancing. It, it, it hurt. And you're gonna run into stuff like that where you're gonna always be open to get bumped or bump somebody, and you gotta know, church. I'm just. I'm here to do what God wants me to do, and I don't want any of that to influence me or to slow me down, okay? Now, can you stand up with me for a minute? If you will, I'll appreciate it. And this is what I want us to do. Since a lot of you can't come for prayer, I want us to close in prayer tonight down here at this altar. And I'm going to tell you what we're going to pray about when you get here. And then I'm going to cut this half light off that's bothering me while you're walking down here. Can't stand it. I don't even want to walk up there tonight. I, I just... I won't be down here with y'all. Plus, I can lean right here beside Barbie. Uh, listen, um, 
You know that song we sing sometimes, even so come Lord Jesus come, take your bride away. Uh, I believe, I'm, I'm, man, I just, I just believe that so soon that we're going to see that. And um, I, I don't want anybody left behind. I, 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 don't, I don't want anybody left behind. And, and I know that the, the only, the answer is God's people doing everything we can to make sure people we love first are not left behind. And, and they're not going to do that by me and you just coming to church every week. I, I, I don't know of anybody. Now listen, I'm 53, and I don't know of one person that's ever, ever got saved because I came to church every week. I don't even know of a single person that's got saved because I paid my tithes since I was about eight years old. I don't know of a single person that's ever got saved because I do those things. But I tell you, I tell you, I know many people have gotten saved when people, me, you, we've had direct contact with and, and we've got involved in them. And see... This is where we, we've got to understand, and, and I'm going to tell you, you know what, I, I'm taking this back. Y'all care because I, I, I feel like I'm trying to see y'all, y'all trying to see me, and I'm going to stand way back, though. And I'm going to say this. This is not a, a, a Bible verse, but I, I'm going to tell you that that ain't working. I believe that the church of God, the body of Christ, and, and this, this covers millions of people over a period of time, but I believe church has drifted a long way from the book of Acts. And I'm not even talking about the Holy Ghost falling and, and even the miracles. But I'm, what I am talking about where the early church that was born Everybody was involved in the work of God in, in some capacity. So what I mean is when, when the people of God came together, everybody praised the Lord. Everybody uh, read scripture. Everybody sang songs. Everybody loved one another and helped each other out. And, and everybody was willing to die for the cause of God. Everybody was. And see, and, and if you'll notice, and, and let me just take it out of the context of multitudes so you won't think I'm talking about you, but let it, let it apply where it can apply. If you'll watch TV church services sometime, for the most part, people spend more time just kind of like coming in and sitting down, and and I know we do that when we're we're being fed and taught and all that. But I, I'm just saying we are, we don't look like the early church, and and that's where we got to get back to tonight. We we've got to say, God, I realize that I need to do whatever you need me to do. You you've equipped me, and I'm going to do things to equip myself. 
so it can help me. Boy, I fought with that tonight, hadn't I? And I'm going to do everything I can to be equipped so that I can do what you've empowered me to do. So, you know, we're, we're about to pray, but I'm telling you, we, we don't have a hierarchy, and you've got to go through like nine chains before you can do something at multitudes. We don't do that. We don't have that. We do have law and order, and we have materials and groups and things to get trained in so you can get a little familiar with what you're doing and all that. But I'm telling you, don't sit back and wait any longer on time just going by. Because God's empowered you. And he's told me to stay, man, stay so far out of people's way. And I want those of you that's been here a long time or you've been here a while uh, to know that, well, what does Opie say about that? How does Opie feel about Listen, I'm the pastor. I preach here, okay? You are the church. And I, I, want, I want us to graduate beyond that, okay? The men called it a long time ago, moving off of page one or moving to page one. And, and I'm telling you, God's, God's launching us out. He's empowering us so we can do what we got to do. I know this hadn't been one of those fire and brimstones or, you know, goosebump messages and all that. But God's speaking to everybody in, in here tonight. He, he's talking to us and he's trying to tell us that this is it. This is our, our, our last leap. This is our last attempt, and we've got to use everything we have, including our own selves, to get it done, okay? I'm, I want you to close your eyes because I want to pray for you, okay, Father? I thank you for every person here in this room tonight. I thank you, God, because I know you've laid ministries on people's hearts. I know you've laid small groups on people's hearts. I know you've la laid all kinds of things outside of the church on people's hearts to do, Lord. And God, help us to know that you didn't let us just walk around and see things in a vision or touch a stump or a mountain and all that just for us to say we had a, we had a good dream. You, you didn't show people in here different things, doors that you were opening or you're going to open, you wanted to open, just so they could wish they could do it. God, today is that day. Now is that time. God, just like we did with the, the uh, shoebox, Lord, we broke a record. Lord, I believe we can break a record with a plate sale. And it doesn't, it hasn't got one thing to do with money, God. Lord, I, I believe that the people can do everything, Lord, in a way that's going to glorify you and, and, and we're going to see that we're, we're living out what you left us here for. And I pray, God, anybody that's not saved tonight would be, Lord, ready to say, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take another chance on walking out of here and not being ready to meet you. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Wash me. Make me whiter than snow. And God, and I pray that you would bless multitudes, you would bless people, you would, you would anoint us because, God, it's a shame for you to give us all that you give us and even permission to hunt or fish out here. 
in this great earth and us just sit with all the equipment and never take advantage of a lot of fun, Lord. So thank you, Lord, that you put safeguards in place so we wouldn't get discouraged and you told us what to do if people laugh at us or mock us or turn us down when we invite them to something or try. God, help us just to move on, shake that off and keep going. But whatever we do, God, help us not to quit. 